don't attempt to understand the modern poem. Listen to it. This is Interesting People Reading Poetry. And it should be heard. A show where artists and luminaries read a favorite poem and share what it means to them. <laughs> I'm Brendan Sturmer. In other words, if it ain't a pleasure, it ain't a poem. Today's show, Amy Thielen reads a poem by Jim Harrison. Amy Thielen is a chef and two-time James Beard award-winning food writer. She's the author of the cookbook, The New Midwestern Table, and more recently, Give a Girl a Knife, a memoir. She's also the former host of Heartland Table on Food Network. Jim Harrison was an American novelist and poet. He died in 2016. So I'm Amy Thielen. I'm a cookbook author, occasional TV cook, and a food writer. Death Again by Jim Harrison. Let's not get romantic or dismal about death. Indeed, it's our most unique act, along with birth. We must think of it as cooking breakfast. It's that ordinary. Break two eggs into a bowl or break a bowl into two eggs. Slip into a coffin after the fluids have been drained, or better yet, slide into the fire. Of course, it's a little hard to accept your last kiss, your last drink, your last meal, about which the condemned can be quite particular, as if there could be a cheeseburger sent by God. A few lovers sweep by the inner eye, but it's mostly a placid lake at dawn, mist rising, a solitary loon call, and staring into the still, opaque water. We'll know as children again all that we are destined to know, that the water is cold and deep, and the sun penetrates only so far. I relate a lot to this curmudgeonly old guy who lives in a cabin and writes in basic solitude. I mean, it's kind of my life. I live in northern Minnesota, and I live way out into the two inlet state forest with my husband. He's a sculptor. We both work at home. I do. I spend a lot of time looking at the birds and thinking about the small things. And what I like about Harrison is that he invests all these really mundane details of life with uh, a lot of importance. I also like that he often slips his two fried eggs for breakfast into so many of his poems. So I spent many years in New York City working as a line cook in restaurants that might rightly be called food church. You know, they were very rarefied. And Jim Harrison also is a big gourmand, and so I relate to him in that respect. But what I really like is, is when 
He's writing a poem about life, and then food comes in, and often it's this kind of like earthy, muscular, rustic, very masculine cooking. We must think of it as cooking breakfast. It's that ordinary. Break two eggs into a bowl, or better yet, slide into the fire. Or break a bowl into two eggs, as if there could be a cheeseburger sent by God. You know, it's the kind of food that I really like and that when I moved back to the country from New York City to northern Minnesota, I found that, you know, a lot of the roots of, like, traditional ways and Midwestern cooking are in those kind of rustic details. In a lot of ways, our food in the Midwest has been simplified and it's become kind of genteel. It was always earthier. And so a lot of what I do is I bring back those traditions of, you know, cutting up a pig in the yard, which I did this last weekend, and making things with all those parts, or gardening and, you know, trimming away the part on the beet that the squirrel was nibbling and, you know, figuring it out. Why is there such a relationship between food and literature? I don't know. I feel like there's a real kind of a sensual through line, though, that both are, um, for lack of a better word, carnal, you know? They're both emotional. They're both things that are earthly pleasures, I guess. It feels at this point that, for me, food and words are kind of indivisible. I think that both food and writing are responsive arts. You have to respond to the materials at hand, you know? That's so true with cooking. You can't just follow a strict formula. You know, you have to respond to the variety of the ingredients. And, and that's what, you know, that's what great chefs do is that they take, you know, the particularities of like certain vegetables. Like in summer, they're going to be very uh, wet, you know, they're going to be like really ripe. And in winter, after they've been canned, you know, they're richer and thicker. And I think that in writing, you have to kind of be open to your weirdness, you know. Of course, it's a little hard to accept your last kiss, your last drink, your last meal, about which the condemned can be quite particular. For me, my last meal, that would, it's so hard to choose. It's like choosing among babies. You know, for me, eating is so dependent on my mood. So I'd have to just kind of wait and see. But today, my last meal would be grilled sardines. Really, really, really good bread. Butter that you want to eat with a fork. Meat would have some sort of a raw vegetable. Some incredible salami. Some sort of a custard that's really, really perfect. Creme brulee top. Kind of cold from the fridge. Top warmed from the iron. It's got some kind of boozy apricot business in the bottom. Something like that. Death Again by Jim Harrison. Let's not get romantic or dismal about death. Indeed, it's our most unique act, along with birth. We must think of it as cooking breakfast. It's that ordinary. Break two eggs into a bowl, or break a bowl into two eggs. Slip into a coffin after the fluids have been drained, or better yet, slide into the fire. Of course, it's a little hard to accept your last kiss your last drink, your last meal, about which the condemned can be quite particular, as if there could be a cheeseburger sent by God. A 
few lovers sweep by the inner eye, but it's mostly a placid lake at dawn. Mist rising, a solitary loon call, and staring into the still, opaque water. We'll know as children again all that we are destined to know. That the water is cold and deep, and the sun penetrates only so far. Death Again by Jim Harrison appears in the book Songs of Unreason, published by Copper Canyon Press. Find a link to the book, as well as links to books by Amy Thielen at interestingpeoplereadingpoetry.com. Interesting People Reading Poetry is an independent podcast, co-created by me and my brother, Andy Sturmer, who also composes our music. If you like the show, help us out by subscribing on Radio Public, iTunes, or Stitcher, and leaving a review. As always, we invite you to call the Haiku Hotline at 612-440-0643 with your short poems and poetic musings. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, at Haiku Hotline. Thanks so much for listening. Someone please read me haikus. Oh, I will hang up. Haiku hotline really sucks. Don't recommend it.